0: The Edinburgh Football Podcast is brought to you in association with Nicholson Joinery Limited.
1: Yes, and welcome to Edinburgh Football Podcast. We have got a full quota today. Ross has decided to join us this week. Couldn't uh, be bothered. He couldn't be bothered, uh, he couldn't be bothered the, the night before, so he's back. So uh, yes, alongside me is, is Callum and Ross. Tonight's agenda: we'll speak Hibs and Hearts. We'll speak Edinburgh City. We've also got an interview with. Uh, Fans favourite Danny Handling And then we'll discuss the Loan League And finish with our podcast puzzler So yes we'll start with Hibs then uh, International break So not too much to discuss But one player coming in Callum A goalkeeper uh, on loan from, from Queen's Park Rangers down south So fairly content with that Because at the moment we had just A young lad on the bench It was a wee bit light probably in that department
0: um, Yeah I think um, He's just going to be there his cover I think in his interview today he said he wanted to push Marciano for the starting place which you know good luck him, but um, that's a tough ask so yeah I think I think it will just be his cover um, I can't see him playing much uh, unless Marciano gets injured or has a howler but he's never really been one to, uh, to chuck a couple of goals in so we'll see we'll see what happens but content overall with the signing like that
1: yeah it's you know the, the lad i don't want to kind of talk him down this young lad in in Dabrowski, but i think that's a really good move for him actually to to go on loan as well and, and play play first team football now at, at dumbarton uh, you'd hope he'd go there and, and secure the number 1 jersey um I remember when i remember when Porto was at to ember city and uh, he was he told me actually about Dabrowski and how highly he rated him and said he was in training and stuff he's unbelievable in terms of shot stopping but it's all well and good. It's it's taken your career, especially as a goalkeeper, to that next level. And there's there's a lot more to to goalkeeping than just uh, making saves. You know, yeah, just just chucking yourself a bit of goal and and shooting and training. You know, it's it's decision making and crossing and distribution. There's all sorts. So I think you know, other than I can't think, Callum, other than Civil has, and he was at Beat actually. I was going to say he was at Cowden last year, wasn't he? So. Yeah, Kevin Yeah, he's been on loan a couple of times, and in his Money he goes on on loan as well, Calm. Another player that just that needs to get regular regular minutes, and again, hopefully a loan move like that will will do him the world a good too and, But if you think about, St Mirren this weekend, then um, tough game, I think, Cal. You know, a, a way to St Mirren, a funny side. And, although I'm looking at the last eight games against St Mirren. So, Mirren have only managed one win in the last eight games against Hibbs, and that goes back to March 2017. Um, so, Hibbs. Two. Cha- I was it? in the
0: championship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was that uh, Wednesday night. They won 2 0, something ridiculous like that. But, um, how do you remember that? <laughs> uh, what do you mean, how? That's just. <laughs> It was a cold Wednesday night through in Peasley. I never man. said a cold. I'm sure <laughs> That's I'm sure a rain the lead, man. That's all I said. I'm sure it was Wednesday night. There's nothing nothing wrong. I didn't need to look up the stats. I just absorb them. Um, but, um, I tell you, I'm going to look that up afterwards.
2: and I'm going to say, I bet you. Well, like, You're going to take Sean Batty to see what the weather was like that night as well.
0: I bet you I I it was a Saturday afternoon like at Eastern Road I've got absolutely hopeless (laughs) (laughs) look uh, Hemp's need to bounce back from a couple of dodgy performances it has been pretty poor I think St Mirren gives the opportunity to do that Uh, they're missing the boy Shaughnessy who's been really good Uh, Richard Tate who they've got off Motherwell in the summer has been brilliant for them uh, so far this season but Hearts went there in a pre-season friendly, well, for for Harts last Wednesday, and came away with a two-one win. You've got to think that Hibs have got to be matching that that sort of result, you know. Yeah, I think. think yeah.
1: uh, Looking at those, look at those highlights. I think someone had to give a pound to uh, the sitman and left back to get back into the uh, into the, the sitmen and ground there after Ginnelly absolutely destroyed them on the uh, on the touchline there. If you watch the highlights back.
0: Uh, well I watched that goal. Um but yes, no, I think I think uh looking at it, this is a place that him should be going and winning. Um have a very good record against Edmund in the last few years, but him should have a very good record against Sidmund yeah. yeah. Shouldn't be a oh that's a tough fixture, you know. This this should be turning up, couple of goals, thank you very much, and we're uh, you know, back along the roads happy as Larry.
1: Callum, so, personnel then, this weekend, how are you expecting Hibs to to line up, or Gogage straight back in, presumably, to give that that support? Would you go Malin back in? Alan, how are you you thinking Hibs will fare? Two up front? Has to be two up front.
0: For me, personally, two up front. I think that uh, Gogage has to come back into the the middle of the park. I'd like to see uh, Joe Newell giving arrests. Um, but is, that,
1: is that the is that the polite way of saying you'd like him to be on the bench, camp? Because he's had a week he's had a week yeah. rest with the national <laughs> break.
0: <laughs> it's the polite way of saying I want to see him drop out Give your
1: eyes a rest. <laughs> like I think I think Kibbs maybe
0: Malin uh, runs about a lot, but um, you know really enjoys playing in Paisley. That's where he was really good. Um, so, I don't know. But I think Gogic has to come straight back in. Um, Hibs have to go to up top. Hopefully, with Nisbet, if not, I would give Gullen the start. Um, and I think that Hibs have to do that. Dodge can't play up top by himself. And, yeah, Hibs, Hibs need to put a marker down. A uh, couple of goals here.
1: Yeah. Ross, you might have seen on, on Twitter, I just want to ask your opinion as a as a Harch fan, uh, what's your thoughts on St Mirren's Twitter at the moment, promoting this game saying that you can watch the Heartbreaker in action on Saturday with a picture of uh, Obika. What's your thoughts on that?
2: There's one word I would describe San <laughs> and it's the exact same way that Callum would probably describe Aberdeen and gang.
1: Oh, <laughs> never I that.
2: can't stand them. I <laughs> hate them. Uh, Hearts, and, I don't think many Hearts fans actually do like them. They start to promote a lot of Albert Kidd stuff as well which Seems to go down well And leaf um, <laughs> Nah I, I can't stand them I hope they get Absolutely I hope they get pumped And I hope they get Elegated really at either <laughs> don't, don't sit on the fence. There, oh, there are. <laughs> I'm Wait. too big for fences
0: mate Too <laughs> big for fences Prediction no he- he- They're like <laughs> 4-0 Hibs 4-0 Hibs There we are would. I'll I take
1: 3 I'll
0: take 3-0 Hibs
1: Yeah I think it will be Quite tight though But I I think Hibs Will come through 2-1 2-1 Right, on to Hearts then. Ross, uh Ross-Sanna, another pre-season game in the last couple of days. Uh, we obviously discussed a little bit there about uh, St Mirren briefly. I know that was a win sort of last week, but it was Burnley all over right. the last couple of days. Uh, uh, a bit of a heavy-ish defeat, but what what sort of team did Hearts have out? Is it good to see some players get minutes? Uh, Aye, right, so we're
2: we'll having a look at a couple of them. Um, whiting seems to be getting started quite a few times within the pre and friendlies i don't know that's obviously just due to a couple of injuries i think at the moment but it'll be good to get him a bit of experience he'll be a big possibly a big player for us this campaign he went on loan to bro last year and scored a couple of goals so i think we have found a level for him mm. um and hopefully you can get him to play in that type of player,
1: think, boss, the type of player that that Perhaps with a new manager, um, different style Maybe playing at Championship just to get his regular game time Perhaps it, it may actually be the best thing for Craig Whiting
2: Possibly, yeah cause I, I said to the boys a couple of times like, when he first came in I watched a couple of reserve games and he played against Hibs I think in both of them And he absolutely strolled the games mm. I like, absolutely bossed him and he bullied the defence at Hibs and stuff like that and I thought ah, I think we've got a wee taste to play here then when I've seen him in the first team I'm like who is this <laughs> that's not the boy I watched in there but obviously it's, I know it's a different level compared to reserves mm-hmm. up till full time but mm-hmm. first team but I'm just hoping yeah as you say it could be a fresh start for him I'm hoping it'll do well especially what we are saying about the wide men coming in might be the service that he needs I don't really know too much and what his game is if he prefers it, but every play, every striker all need service anyway. But yeah, yeah,
1: it'll
2: be interesting to see. How he plays. He's dropped deep quite a bit. Mm-hmm. About what I remember from uh, last year when he was playing a bit, but looking forward to it. But I think the the result pre season was expected. They they had a strong team out by the Luke things in Burnley. That's a Premier League squad, which is no no shock to me. I think with the similar one. I don't think it was a first team. I think they've had a, a wee run out for a few players to give them a wee bit, a bit of game time. So uh, it's been expected. As, I'll be at five one. I think, and it sounds like Craig Gordon made a, a cock up for one of the goals as well, which I don't like to see. Hart's <laughs> um, Perhaps oh, Instagram didn't
1: like that either. It's all right. They ah. uh, they quickly made up for it uh, yesterday. I think it was, and they put. Uh, what can only be described as an absolute camera save up on online, but uh, oh,
2: definitely, <laughs> definitely <laughs> it's in slow motion like the matrix.
1: Totally, totally. Um, but your thoughts then on Hickey now? So Hickey now departs. Yeah, that's I think.
2: Yes. more or less. he's now, actually.
1: Confirmed Jay yeah, on it on Instagram, wasn't it? He confirmed that that was him off to. To Bologna, so yes, I and mean, I said presumably you're you're you wish him well. Absolutely.
2: And how absolutely good, how,
1: you know, how good was how good was Hickey? Because he was someone that you know I've seen him come on against or maybe play against Celtic, and he absolutely just booted I think Dembele. Uh, I've seen him in the game against Hibbs and I thought he was fairly steady. He scores a goal, but you know it takes a deflection. But he's not someone I've seen a lot of. I'm not going to lie. So h- how you know, how rated is, is Aaron Hickey, if that makes sense? How good is he? Uh,
2: well, I, oh, funny enough, actually the first time I saw him was in that reserve game that Whiting played well and he was bombing up and down the left wing and I thought, ah, he looks alright. But he made his, I, I think, well, he, I, all I remember of him is when he started the Scottish Cup final against Celtic. Mm-hmm.
3: And made had
2: dude. James, oh, wow. I, I think he had James Forrest in his pocket for the whole game, just about, he was very, very quiet and I thought, for a sixteen year old boy to do that is something I don't know if it was I thought it was a wee bit of luck at the time, but when he's he's kicked on to a few games, as you say, the the winner against Hibs was a massive moment for him and that kinda of shot him into a wee bit more custard at it, it hearts. Um but having a look at a couple of the games he's played, he looks knackered after about ten minutes. He looks like he can't even walk. Hmm. But saying that he is very, very good and I rate him, I've always rated him quite highly when he's came in the squad. He's been one of those players that you could, uh, when he's not in that squad, you do miss him massively. I yeah. say that of a 17-year-old boy in the hearts, first team is usually very unheard of. But no, nah, he is good. absolutely wish him all the best. I'm just glad he's not made a beeline to, along the M8, which a lot of young Scottish players tend to do these days because they see the money, they see the chance to play in. Second round of a Champions League qualifier, and then possibly go into Europa Leagues. Um, but it's yeah. no, Bologna a massive move for them. They've said to them he's going to get games in Syria. Uh, possibly won't be a starter every week, but that'll be an excellent experience against him to play against Leipzig U V and stuff like that.
1: It's something I've always wondered. You know, it's for some reason Scottish player, Scottish players. I don't know if it's a culture thing. I, I'm not very sure, but very rarely does someone really go and Take a punt and go, and go and try something really different. Try a totally different environment. And, and I think, you know, no doubt, I think in a couple of years we'll come back to these shores. I'm not saying Scotland, of course, maybe down south in England. And you'll see, a, yeah. a, you know, a, someone mature, someone that's just uh, really developed really well. Calum, you know, I know you're a, you're a massive Scotland fan, so you must be you must be really, really excited at the opportunity that one of our young players is going over and, and, and putting himself out there. Pop, pardon me.
0: Part of me doesn't want in a couple of years Hickey to be coming back to these shows. Well, okay. um, yeah, 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 in the nicest possible way. I want um, you know purely for uh, the fact that the young lad's been brave, taking a chance and going going across there. You really hope that you know he kicks on at Bologna. You know, playing against you. I mean, well, Juve are rumored to be signing Suarez. So I mean, Suarez and Ronaldo and DiBala up top. You know, he's, he's going to be up against them. Easy and piece of piss, mate. I think that um, a <laughs> you know, Milan with Sanchez. You know, Ashley Young. I think that would <laughs> <laughs> be brilliant for him. Ashley <laughs> Young. <know, laughs> <you're laughs> more I like Christian
2: Eriksen personally, but I, <laughs> my fear, my fear with that is potentially with him not coming back for sure he potentially falls under that Ryan Gold bracket where he's almost forgotten about for a large period of time. It's like with the likes of Jack Harper. Jack Harper got mentioned a couple of times when he was out there. When do you hear him nowadays?
0: but The thing is, I mean, uh, Ryan Gold has had his injury problems last last year. He was voted the best player in the... Fair enough, it's the Portuguese second division. But... Um, team give him his due back from injuries, and now you know. Hopefully, he's, he can kick on. But you've got Liam Henderson, who's out in in Italy just now. Uh, Oliver Buck, although it didn't really work out for him, he's gone out to Alaves and he's gone to uh, Leipzig as well. So I always applaud these these youngsters that go out and try something. I
2: even you know, go back fifteen years, Gary O'Connor going to Russia the whole thing <laughs> I
1: look, play. Play. look at Fraser free, Hornby
2: he's away out to France yeah I just
1: think getting weakened you know like you say if, if I think it's a great move for Hickey if he goes there he's been told he's going to get game time as Callum says the, the potential opposition he's going to come against uh, come up against sorry you know in a couple of years time when he's coming out for Scotland the experience that yes the young lad's going to have uh, I just hope that he for some that he plays right back and he, he develops into a right back because, well we need one in Scotland don't we, we are desperate for a right back, we're, we're alright with life backs, uh, if he can go out there and turn himself into a right back then I'll be fairly content but we wish him well, um, okay, so uh, I caught up earlier with uh, Danny Handling of Edinburgh City so that puts us into our next segment and we'll uh, have that interview with Danny Handling now. Yes, Danny. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me. How are you? I'm good, yeah. Um, like I said, Peter, I'm on the way to
3: training just now. Um, I'm not one who's big on pre You can probably imagine. I'm I'm not I'm not a big runner, so I don't enjoy them. But to be fair, to the gaffer, and gaffer is really good. with training through pre-season. Um, he talks after the boys. He doesn't do too much running, and if he does, it's all kind of with the ball. It's kind of ball-based running.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that, because like you say, it's, I think for some, for, for modern day times, isn't it, it seems to be that it's, everything seems to be with the ball, and it, it makes a big difference psychologically for you guys as well, knowing that you're going to get a touch of the ball, but also work, work really hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of my questions actually, well, well, one of my questions I had, Danny, was I know that McDonough was one of you, was your manager uh, when you were at Hibs 19s, um, back in youth days. Like, I remember, I don't know if you remember, but I remember uh, we, Ember of City, when I was there, we played Hibs in a friendly. And I remember that, I remember that, Mc, I think you actually scored that day, but we'll, 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 uh, we won't talk about that for too long. Um, <laughs> but McDonough, I remember coming in at half time and and McDonough had like a clicker, and he was counting the many passes that you'd made in the first half, and because I remember I was walking behind him, and he was telling his assistant coach what is McDonough like to to work under you 've obviously worked under him at two clubs now. What are his strengths because you know he 's doing really 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 well members <laughs> say. Yeah. needs yeah. to get that couple more steps to get us in the next league and progress from there. I Absolutely. think it's the same I said before that you also to get to the be the best part time
3: team in Scotland, which is an, an exciting part of the that kinda of
1: targets that's why I came to the club. Yeah. Um, yeah. not just yeah, I'm not just here to play and, and kind of get paid and whatever. I'm here to try and win trophies and, and get into my set as high up as we can. Yeah, it's good to hear. Good to hear and it's it's, it's nice to know that and it is. It will be a big change for for the manager, and it, it going from full time to to part time. It really is a lot about man management. So it seems like that that seems to be one of his strengths now. That he understands that, that players are, have got work, they have got families out with football and it. It will be a bit of a change for him. But it sounds like from what you're saying that he's uh, he has learnt and he and he seems to be, you know, understanding that now. Yeah. I, think, I think Edinburgh City personally, for me, will be the, probably
0: the most full-time light team in Scotland. Um, the wow. self, I've got the clubs,
3: is second to none. Yeah. It feels like a, a full-time self. Um, so, but he's, got, he's got the balance out right between, he knows that it's not going to be the same as full-time. Boys aren't going to be as fit, boys aren't going to be able to make three because they work for some games, he understands
1: that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like you're trying to convince some players to sign for you then after all this chat, then Danny. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm to get in. I mean, I'd imagine uh, and it's in, I'm interested to know obviously we're in a, a pandemic at this moment in time and I know you'll be delighted to be back uh, obviously training and getting back uh, kicking a ball again but how different, how different does it feel? Uh, what, what is it? Because you know, normally when I, when I was playing football you would turn up to training 20 minutes before you'd have a bit of banter with, the, with your mates in the changing rooms and then you'd go out to train but I'd imagine it looks very different now We're training. Wow.
3: Uh, so we, we trained at half eight. You we were having to be there at say, half seven, quarter eight. So we, we were coming in and we were in the LA, getting, getting the boys, getting the, the rough, like setting up the bit of anger, getting, getting all the stretches and that stuff done. And then when you go out at half eight, you have to do LA training. So you are in have a warm up, uh, it's quite like a intense warm up. Andy gets you going in and gets all the band work stuff done. and you're
1: In terms of testing, is that something that you have that you have to do as no, well, in terms of no, testing? No. Nah, that, they, they days I've done, I think, especially under this
3: gaffer, I mean, I think when the, the first year he came in, uh, I missed feeling was on holiday, but I think they've done testing there, but I have done that for the last two years. I just think the gaffer, I don't think he, need, he, need, he, need, he doesn't want to do testing, I think it's more the fact that he's trusted the players to come back in a decent condition. At mm-hmm. the um, end of the day, testing proves nothing. Um, hmm idea where you're at but the best example
1: I can give is Liam Craig when we were at Hibs was a, had the highest body fat of the team <laughs> so he was, I think he was like 19 80 percent body fat but he was the fittest in the club yeah. so <laughs> it, doesn't always, it doesn't always mean that the fitness session is right or because somebody's got a
3: bit more weight on them that they're not as fit as the rest um, so I think there's benefits to doing it and not but I think the gaffer prefers just to trust the boys to come back in decent shape and
1: yeah. Well, we think about, you know, last season, Danny, um, it was a great season for you, wasn't it? I mean, I came down a few times and watched Edinburgh City, and, and you were one of the key players, and I know you've had your, your injury problems in the past, Danny, I, d- I don't want to go over that too much, I know you're speaking to you now, and it seems like you're a player that's, you know, as a person, you're positive and you want to look forward rather than, than, than think back. And it seems like you had a really good year last year. and You must have been gutted that the season was cut short because I know you finished the season top goal scorer. But not just you personally, the team were in a great position. Myself and Callum at the podcast, we were we were convinced that this was going to be City's year to take that next step and go to League One through the, through the playoffs. Yeah.
3: Injuries, I couldn't seem to get. I couldn't seem to get a run of games. Um, but I enjoyed the last year. things was seem to seem to go well. Touch wood. I enjoyed the football.
1: Absolutely. That's good to hear. Good to hear, Danny. You you know the the action that's going on through the West at, at Queen's Park. You will you'll, you'll be well aware of, of some of the sign that they've made, um uh, most you know, most notably sort of Simon Murray in the last couple of days up there. But for you at Embera City, is it looking like a similar season again like last year? Just be in there around the playoffs, right up until the last maybe six or seven games, and then just see where, where you are at the end, come the end. Yeah.
3: way it's got to be but I think with the Queen's Park going full time like you said we all know the players are signing I was with Simon Murray for a bit of hips before a left. that's a massive thing for them but don't get us wrong all pressures on them they're full time probably paid big wages for players to come in full time from fall card from players, teams like that so if you put your whole pressure on them it takes lot of buzz but it seems our ability as a team and um, individual players that uh, we can go and we can go do a bit of damage as well um, like I said it might not be, it might not be through the, the Championship they
1: might be through Playoffs Which doesn't really matter How you got up As long as you are up In the next league It's regardless What happens It's the main aim For us it's emotional If that's winning the league or playoffs and so be it Yep Absolutely Well the Embraer City You know they're not uh, They're used to playoffs They've been there before They obviously came through The league that way So if it needs to be playoffs It has to be playoffs But it doesn't matter I think The club really It gets the feeling That as a club They're ready to take The next step aren't they And get themselves Into league one yeah, I guess like, Absolutely. Thank you Danny and to finish we, we like When we get people on uh to the, the podcast Danny Our players We like to do a little A little bit of fun We call it getting to know So if you don't mind We've got a, We've got a couple of questions here Just to To get to know you A little bit more So Danny Handling What's your job? I work at Lloyd Bank. What's your favourite film? Oh now you're asking uh... <laughs> I know, well, yeah I've not, I've, I've not seen it, but I know it Danny, is that the favourite is it? So the song is, Do you, not Dirty Dancing, the song is Do You Love Me by The Contours Right it's In the Dirty Dancing film, no point right. from that um, That's my favourite song, that's like
2: a, a dance one so It's not like a, a beat
3: one, it's like a
1: proper old school dance one So <laughs> that's my favorite <type> of music <laughs> uh, What's your favourite food? Oh, steak or pizza, I feel like steak with heroin Yep yeah. Yeah, uh, your dream holiday destination. I've not actually had one big for holidays, but the
3: best holiday I probably had was in Mexico on a message. We went there two years ago. That was a a great time away. Really hot, but I get quite grinchy, so
1: I have to go sit in the pool and get kids for <laughs> ten stairs at a time, the balls in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your 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 favourite football team growing up? Well, you must have been delighted, then, remember City went full white strip last season, eh? Ah, uh, just up <laughs> Eh, <laughs> uh, what's your pre-match tune? Well, I think you might have already told us that one, potentially. Yeah. Once Danny aye. That's, that's what <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, right, if you were to go and come dine with me, what would you be cooking us? Just a main meal. Just a main meal. I can't cook, so I potted up. Yeah. Who was your sporting idol growing up? Great. Uh, any superstitions? My volume has to be at 20 When I go you the car I go play a game It has to be volume 20 20, wow Is that your, not your number at Hibs or not? No So at Hibs I was 24-19 But I was 20 Because ten's too low And 10 a fair number So double 10 is 20 There we go All Right <laughs> uh, What's been your best goal You've scored? Oh, that's a big one Can I tell you Callum, Callum on the podcast Before you go Pal- Callum on the podcast said he will forever love you in a Hibs jersey for that goal you scored up at Dingwall. Now, I can't remember the goal, but I think it was a goal for Hibs against Ross County up there. It was a cup, you one 0 That's I right. Got sent That's my right. favourite goal was probably Ibrox away. Um, Rangers away, sorry, Ibrox. Uh, we beat them. We beat 2-1. Well, I got sent off 20 minutes later
3: after scoring, but the feeling <laughs> when, feel when I scored
0: was immense. Like, I could think so many Rangers fans in my head, that just kept going in my head. I scored because everyone knew I was a Rangers
1: fan and <laughs> my friends and family are Rangers fans, so I was thinking everyone in my head when I scored and as I could have kept running around my celebration that's made I'm never stopping there. I was that happy. Brilliant, but brilliant. I got sent off twenty minutes later, so it was a real regular <laughs> and last one, Danny, uh, your football and highlights so far. Oh, being a part of the Scottish Cup squad the one
3: that
0: the, perhaps I yeah. didn't
3: Or a big achievement Was Dumbarton To go to the Challenge Cup final um, For the club like To get to the
1: final Especially when away Against TNS Who are a decent outfit um, To get to the final With them is A decent achievement That's right That's right And hopefully Well hopefully You know maybe your football Highlight might be uh, As you said Perhaps getting Embraer City And being a part of Embraer City's history And getting them to be the The top part time team In Scotland That's obviously the club's ambition Yeah I've got every part Yeah, Danny, I, I really appreciate you coming on, uh, top guest, and we wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah, big thanks to Danny for coming on, and I wish everybody in the city all the best for this season. But not, not long to go until the uh, season starts for City, and we've got. I know we've spoken about it so much, but we've got big hopes for them this season, don't we?
0: Yeah, I think um, again, was it in the podcast been saying how much? You know, it's a big chance for them, but uh, this year, again, the the focus, the attention will not be on them, uh, so they can hopefully fly under the radar again. Everyone's going to be looking at Queen's Park to, to see what they can do, but, you know, you look at Queen's Park, they're getting boys together. I don't know, Ray McKinnon, is he the right man? You know, look at what he did with Falkirk let's be honest I'm not no too sure about him so he's a bit liked in there isn't he Falker uh, yeah massive right, well. he's even more well liked Mont- mm-hmm. than Morton I. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I, 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 everything sort of points to you know everyone looking at Queen's Park so you know setting to fly under the radar hopefully can do something
1: yeah I, I think it's a great point actually because Last season it was all about Cove And Embrace City were just nicely tucked in there In second place, looking really good for the playoffs And uh, we were confident they would they would get through And this year it's all going to be about Queen's Park Some of their signings, most most recently Simon Murray you know. So they really are, they're full time they're, they're, they're spending big So uh, it's going to all be about Queen's Park And like you say, Embrace City can just Tuck themselves in behind or Maybe even do even better And just lead from the front like they did a couple of years ago But just go the full way Right, onto the.
2: I they've got money for Hamden then. Yes. Start from the seal of Hamden. Yes, got the exactly.
1: exactly. Right, onto the Lone League then, Callum and and Ross. It's been confirmed. It has been confirmed. <laughs> it has been confirmed. Like um, <laughs> only Callum, only it, Ross it will be. Them. Ross, well, they've got their maths correct. Um, they're going for the full Aye. they're going for the full the full felly. It's gonna be uh the full thirty Full thirty two. Yeah, full thirty two.
2: I'm saying
1: nothing. Um do you think this is uh, sensible, Ross? Given that Highland no. League have, the Highland League have gone for sixteen, just play each other once. Me and Cam had a brief chat about this last week. Uh how do you feel? Do you think the season will be finished?
2: No. Um you saw that like there was loads of games. So, look at take civil civil their ground, I think there was waterlogged for a lot large period of it. I think speaking to the boys more they, uh, they go to the of the games, they said their pitch was unplayable for large parts of last season as well. So they've got to take into effect that these these clubs don't have the money or facilities that the teams in the the bigger leagues do. Um I think it's a bit naive to think that they're going to go through the full fixture card. Um, hmm. Go for the Highland model, I think, for this one. Make it a wee bit fairer because once you get to a playoff, well, be it you might have, you possibly could have people. I don't know. I take it uh, the Highlands start in late, or
1: I think it's it's going for a similar time to to what, what League Two and League One are obviously going for. But they're just going to play each other once And then they're going to, once the league's finished They're just going to do a sort of group stage League cup type idea And just try and, um, for one of the local cups To try and make up the course of a season So that, you know, teams aren't just playing 16 games And that's it For one of the, yeah. cu- for one of the cups They're really doing like a group stage type thing To try and at least, um, you know in- Increase the season, so to speak But in terms of the league It's just going to play each other once
2: Okay, I think the league should probably follow that route as well. Callum, I don't. I think it's massively bold uh, of
0: George Fraser and the rest of the board to sit there and go, "Yeah, we're going for a full season." When you know the Championship League 1 and League Two, have decided not to go for a full season. You know, you've got clubs like Vale of Leithen playing a full season and Hearts not. Um, I think that that's quite laughable uh, you know going on what Ross has said there about like, the pitches it's uh, so many games will, will get hit by if if we have a bad winter which to be fair we're probably due we've not had one for a while or even if we get snow in March like we did three years ago then the, the, the league campaign's absolutely shot and you'll have boys playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you know, um, to try and catch up. I, I can understand why they would want to, but for me it it just seems like madness given that
1: But quite I, easily is well just, I mean, we're not we're not even I mean, and this is us this is us talking purely from the league starting potentially is it mid October they're going for? The league potentially the start Yeah. The oh. lead the lead the league starting October, so already you're two months down the line. Yeah. And this is two us, months good behind. Yeah. And this is us talking just weather here. This isn't even us talking about the fact uh, that there's a pandemic aye. and there's a fact that there's potential local lockdowns <laughs> gonna come in and whatnot, potentially well there's lockdowns already, but we don't know, you know, right now it's pretty much you can't go in someone's house but you could probably go to a football field and play against them. But you know what I mean? We don't know the extent of which potential restrictions come in. Exactly. It it does seem quite a bit of a gamble. The fact of the matter is, full-time professionals in the top league are all full-time professionals. Their job is with that football club. You're going to have 20 players in a first-team squad with maybe five backroom staff, whatever, manager, coaches and whatnot, with 25 different jobs from 25 different households that are coming in and, and just living a normal, uh, you know, in common commas, a normal life. They could follow all the rules, but the fact of the matter is, is you're going to have 25 people that have been in totally different environments all coming together. It just seems, yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And like you say, what happens if one player at one team does uh, does contract the virus what happens for that team then do, do they have to all self-isolate if they've been at training and then straight away you've got a game off at the weekend and it just seems a, a big big ask um, for for 32 games to get put in it The, th- thing,
0: the, the other thing about the Lone League is you have clubs everywhere you know um, you've got your the ones down at the borders, there could be a localised lockdown. You know, you've got how many clubs in and around Glasgow that might be affected by a localised lockdown. You know, and it's just these little things where trying to get 32 games played is... It's bold. It's bold. There's no other word for it. Would I love to see a 32-game season? Absolutely. But I, I just don't understand why... Um,
1: they felt the need to do this yeah yeah. well we'll wait and see um, looking at our club specifically there's not too much news come out in the last uh, the last couple of last week to be honest still not really not really any signings um, although a big big shout out to, to Spartans sort of media uh, I've been really enjoying their uh, their little Player promotion Promotion of players That have signed up And the little quotes yep. and stuff I've I've quite enjoyed reading them Calum There uh,
0: we go Wee graphics and that Looking good Looking good You can
1: tell You can Aye. tell They've had plenty of time To think about that uh, Over the past, yep. past lockdown But Right the podcast yep. puzzler then To close off To close the show out um, Now I text you a Ross You said you wanted Thinking time Callum just likes to he likes to be put on the spot So In light of last night's Scotland game Where Scotland were tipped to, to comfortably comfortably put aside that uh, Czech Republic third choice team. What game have you been at where you thought your team that you were supporting would just totally wipe the floor against the opposition and it ended up being a lot, lot closer than you thought and you came away from the ground going, oh, you know, thank God that's over. But you still got the win, but you, uh, you almost went away with the tails between your legs.
0: Um, right. Well, I mean, to be fair, I've thought of a ridiculous amount already. Um, the fall cup semi final, um, in 2014, went in there, no, no, they, not in 2014, 2013, yeah, went in thinking this will be this will be an absolute breeze 3 0 down at half time. <laughs> 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 um, I probably should have been four as well. That was that was horrendous. Um, there's, um, to see, to see, the thing, the thing with Hibs is, the I've been to so many games where I thought, "Yes, yeah, going to pump this team and have lost." Uh, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the CIS Cup final in two thousand and four. I'm looking at the, the League Cup final in twenty sixteen. I swear to God, the amount of times that I've like turned up at these. Um, games and thought oh it's alright this is an absolute hiding into nothing and all
1: of a sudden no the hips a patch so um, I, would, I would probably have to say the Falk semi-final good show. Um, good shout uh, good, good shout Ross can you can you think of one?
2: Well, a me. Um I think one would be well, it could be the 5-1 game <laughs>
0: yeah uh, really good
2: I knew we were going to but I, 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 tighter than I thought it was going to be um, <laughs> nah he's, I think there was majority never, of last season <laughs> Puzzler early again <laughs> I think uh, no, nah, majority of last season I think for Hearts a
1: lot of it I was convinced we were going to have a half of the teams and then we came out and went oh oh this is not as good as um, Ross, I, I said I that you had one, to you had to actually win at the end and Hearts never
2: really I, won at for me I think uh, Hearts played Hearts played someone years ago and I can't I want to say Queen of South there could be something wrong with that but uh, because it's lower, lower, um, a lower team you're thinking you're going to absolutely destroy them I think it went to penalties in the end and Hearts won it and I think it was tight on penalties as well so I think that was probably the game that I thought I, I, we could get a pants pulled down here <laughs> sure. I thought, uh, but I thought the two, two
0: for hearts off the top of my head which were Orkin like Talbot in the 2012 um, third round of the Scottish Cup good shout Out. aye good shout well, off they goal. so oh, the 2006 Cup Final um, you know show. Hearts are playing Gretna. should have been an absolute walkover. Um one all draw should have been see through on penalties those ones that came to mind for,
2: for Hearts good um, shouts good shouts
1: good uh,
2: shouts yeah, good shouts actually I totally forgot about Talbot and that
1: yeah good shout uh, Okay then. Well, there we are. Another episode down. Over in... years. Oh, uh, f- oh didn't he put me in the spot? Mine all, come from. Uh, Mine all come from from playing. I can't actually because oh, because
2: uh, you chuck them in
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it should have been an easy game until after threw them in. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think there's a Scottish Calm, You probably remember this game if you're that calm. A Scottish Cup game against Coldstream. We had them only a couple of years ago. We were, you know, lone league we were top of the lone league, I think, flying and I think we had Coldstream at home and I th- I think we were two 0 up and then I th- I actually chucked one in and it made it two one about ten ago and I, th- I think it finished two one but obviously we got through but it was a lot a lot closer than it than it should have been. But um there we are. Hopefully we get a bit of feedback in there. And there's some good ones, like you say, and everyone's got their own different opinion of what game they would turn up in this breeze and then suddenly it ends up being a lot closer. So um Right, another week closer. Then we'll have action next week, of course, when Hibs have face Motherwell and eh, Motherwell, St Mirren. And we're another week closer to um to the Betfred starting and there'll actually be pre-season friendlies to talk about because I think some of our sides have actually got pre-season games coming up over the next sort of week or so. So we'll have a bit of chat about then as well. But eh, Ross, calm, thanks for joining us, and that was the Edinburgh Football Podcast.